Hello and welcome to Faking Wits, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name is Shin C and ho ho ho, Merry Christmas. Welcome back, Alice. Welcome back. Thank you. Well, hello. And I imagine just from my voice, you know who I am. I've gone through many names for the generations, but I suppose for tonight we can just call me the Captain. The Captain. I mean, do you want us to refer to you in full as the Captain, not Cap? If you would. Well, it doesn't matter so much, but I prefer to be known as the Captain. Hey, wait, hold on a second. Does this mean that you are the Captain now? Well, I am. I am the captain. <laughs> okay, all right. Now and forevermore. I, I, I mean, in the spirit of the season, I'd like it if you didn't try to, you know, take over the podcast I'll by saying that you are the captain. I'll take no, I, I, please. Can I just ask I suppose you? Nicely. We should get... I'm asking you nicely. I'm asking. Okay. You, okay. you are in a position to do that more than any other guest who's just arbitrarily declared themselves a captain now and hijacked my podcast. And I'm just afraid that you're just going to use that against me. Because, as you all know, I abide by the rules of the movie Captain Phillips. Uh, as, as I've chosen to live my life, funky guy life, hashtag funky guy life, <laughs> life. Um, and that's just how it goes. So I don't, I appreciate it if you didn't use well, my like, pretense of my, my, my life against me. But I suppose we should begin my introduction by <laughs> talking <laughs> about... I, I am, of course, a, bit, a very, very famous man. Okay. You will, you will have heard of me. I'm not sure if I have. I'm not sure if I have. Oh, you will have heard the rumours. Okay. What, what, how I, are you more famous? has been wrote about me in rumours than has been written about me in truth. Right. You how may are... have read the rumours in the Metro or City AM. Well, I'm not sure if I have. Okay, let's try to pin this down. What are you famous for? Well, I, I thought I would begin this by letting you plant one of the rumours that has been you've read about me to, to me and I will deny it. It's just so we can get off on an equal footing. That's a weird way to get on equal footing, like having people guess rumours about Well, I don't, you. I can, I can, I can deny a hundred rumours as soon as I appear on a podcast, so it's easier to get what is on the top of people's minds, and I will deny it right there and then. Okay. Oh, I heard you shot the sheriff. I did, I did not shoot the sheriff. <laughs> but also I did not, sh- I've not, never shot anybody. Wow. <laughs> One question into your concept and it already fell apart, right? Well, I mean, the, I, I, the, the rumours are untrue. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, you, you, did the, you said that you were going to deny all the rumours, and you immediately confirmed and then denied it. I'm I'm not saying, tra- I, I, he said that I've shot the spent- sheriff. I have not shot the sheriff. Uh, well, I, I did, in a sense, and then I shot the 1940s action film, The Sheriff, that was seldom seen. <laughs> 1940s? For my own collection. 
Okay. But I can't even Alice, Alice, I saw you mentioning a year there. I'd like to also point out no mention of years. Come on, let's say in the present. 1940. 2017. 1940. Yes, yes. Good. Years. Okay. Right. Um, the captain, thank you for joining us. This is an, I, I guess it's an honour to have well, you here. Thanks for having me. I mean, what, I mean, do you feel strongly about books as we do? Uh, I feel very strongly about books. I mean, as a man who's like... As a medium. As a medium, okay. I mean, as a man who's as famous as you are, have you written any... Have I've you got memoirs in plan? I've written my book about how to play the mandolin. <laughs> okay. Oh. 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 Oh, I see. <laughs> Captain... Are you Captain... Captain's Mandolin? <laughs> yeah. Captain's Mandolin, great book. That was a good book. The Captain's Mandolin. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, no, you've got the title wrong. I guess the rumours are wrong. The, the book is uh, How to Play the Mandolin by the Cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume you read about that in The Enemy, one of the other three magazines that has written bad things about me over the years. What was your oh, the review yeah. from The Enemy? Well, The Enemy gave it 500 stars. It was not a bad review, it was just inaccurate. <laughs> Why would you give it? Well, they got, they got the title wrong. Okay, okay. So they, they, they called it the captain's mandolin, not yeah. how to play the mandolin by the captain. Um, so wait, you're a musician then? Uh, many things to many different people. But you, uh, well, okay. But like, you play the mandolin. I'm trying to. I'm really. No, I don't. I don't play the mandolin. I just teach the mandolin <laughs> in book format. Those who can't do teach. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. By book format. This is very productive. That'd be really hard to get across the idea of how to play the mandolin if you don't actually play the mandolin. Well, I mean, can the wind not teach the stars how to shine? <laughs> Talk me through that. Anyway. You are the Can most. The sorry, sorry. No, no, no. You are the most bullshittiest guest we have ever had. You're literally talking shit. Yeah, that's. Um, I have to concur with Alice at this point. Um, the captain. Um, look, I'm, I'm. I'm trying my best here to like uh, to nail down. But you, it seems like you don't want to be uh, pinned down on who you are and what you do. Well, it's uh, when you're as famous as me. It's complicated. And that I'm so many, so many things have been said about me, so many things have been not said about me that it's difficult for me to know who I am. I haven't heard any of these things. Yeah, I've never heard of you. Right, yeah. Well, then you uh, must be living under Karen's some sort heard of... about you. Well, I, I, thought, he was, I thought he was the, the like the captain from The Captain's Mandolin, the yeah. book that we did. No, like, uh... no. Are you Captain Birdseye? No. Mm. I had a hand, I own 50% of Birdseye. Well, okay. <laughs> Stocks. 50% in stocks of Captain Birdseye. Yeah, it was one of the early investments I made. We're using your money from Mandolin, the Mandolin book. No, that, that wasn't long. That was a, more of a passion project. Okay, I think we're going to have to move on from this because we aren't getting any closer to your history. I'm sure more of it will come about as we get, go on through this episode. Uh, I, I need to uh, pin down what this episode's about because I'm, uh, as um, the listeners who have tuned in might have noticed, we actually haven't selected a particular book for this episode. I thought I would actually dedicate this episode to doing something a bit festive. I recently came across a Icelandic tradition um, called Jola Bokaflod, uh, which uh, translated into English means the book flood of Christmas. Uh, what Jola Bokaflod is, is that uh, in Iceland, you've got a... Uh, hold, scarcity... hold just one second. Okay, the, yeah. the name is Jola Bokaflod, <laughs> and yeah. that translates to the book flood. Of Christmas. Are we sure that Icelandic is a language? Yes, I'm sure, I'm sure it says here on the old Wikipedia. Uh, 
Yo, the book of flood, Icelandic for the book flood of Christmas. That's that's what it is. And then I'll come up with their own words. What? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on a second. That your book of flood is that their own word? Yeah, but their own word is book of flood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. I have to have to say that Icelandic has its roots in Anglo-Saxon. Anglo-Saxon is also the root um, stem of uh, English. So yes, there will be words that are very similar in Icelandic and in English. In fact, if you actually spoke a bit of Anglo-Saxon to somebody in Iceland, you'd be able to have a bit of a conversation going on because there's so many similarities. What would you be able to talk about? Uh, book floods of Christmas, Beowulf, probably. Beowulf. I assume Beowulf would come up a lot. Uh, and uh, like, well, what other books did I read during my, uh, my Anglo-Saxon lessons? No, nah, just Beowulf. Nah, just shoot the breeze talking about Beowulf and what a great guy he was. I've never been to Iceland. Um, sorry, you haven't been to Iceland? It's one of the few corners of the world where they have not yet heard of me. Of the captain. Of the captain. Because they heard of you here. Yeah. <laughs> Just the other day I was on the front page of the Evening Standard. <laughs> what for? That is the most <laughs> underwhelming graphic I've ever heard. Like... Way to drop names, the evening sound. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you say that, but everyone reads it. Everyone does read it. it. And so, what free. were you on there it for? Free. Uh, it was the captain comes to London. Reasons unknown. <laughs> but these are the reasons to come on this podcast. I see it's sort of like um, a. <laughs> so, nobody knows why you do anything. <laughs> when I arrive in a town, it's front page news in that town. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was very excited about that. Um, no, wait, hold on. Like, why? I, I still don't know why anybody should care. But like, more importantly, <laughs> more importantly, you're the book of flood. Right? I got to get back onto the point. I need to. I need to explain the concept of what we're doing today before we get even further lost in the mythology of the captain today. Um, oh, so um, yeah, you're the book of flood. Um, the reason why it's um, Icelandic tradition is because um, uh, Iceland doesn't have a huge amount of trees. Uh, the uh, scarcity of trees, that means that uh, every year the publishing industry has to release uh, a, a yearly compilation called the Boca Te Vende, which means book news, um, which is distributed to all households for free. And the total number, and um, it basically lets everybody know like these are the new books that are being published using the amount of trees that have been allotted to us for this year. So everybody would get their order of books in, usually during uh, uh, a few months before Christmas, right, October, November. And because of this um, tradition that's happened uh, since um, the, the 40s, it meant that Christmas Eve became the time that everybody received a book as a gift. And um, in Iceland, people would stay up, read the books on Christmas Eve, and then talk about it in the day. But how does this Christmas reduce day? demand? For, for trees, I don't understand. Presumably, oh, it, no, it just means that they're buying up, more books. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it means that like you get your orders in because there's only a, a limited run of books that they're allowed to actually create. So okay. that's why that's what why, why they have the book of Tinder and that's why they book have Tinder. the book of Tinder. The book of Tinder. Book of Tinder. Tinder. They should just get Kindles. <laughs> exactly. Well, I imagine this is an old. See, okay, okay, right, right. I, 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 I would say that. <laughs> what you said makes a lot of sense. Kindle would actually solve a lot of problems, but book of Kindle. The book it, it, of might Kindle. Melt, it might melt the ice because ice. No, no, it would. It, it probably Kindle would be no, fire. No. Oh, that'd be okay. Oh, well, Kindle, <laughs> the Kindle itself is not fire; it's the beginnings of fire. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, it's Would you Kindle. say a new, if you bought a box of eggs, would you be those might cluck around my kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Can I give my book then? Well, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm almost done explaining this. Yeah, let um, me explain it. I'm oh, sorry. I, 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 I would say that um, the reason why, like you suggested, why why not Kindle? Why not use a Kindle? Because there's something about there's something special about the book as a physical object. I'd say um, there's something nice about receiving a book, uh, which you know, you can smell the tree there. Mm. Like uh, you know, a tree's died for for mm. your gift. Um, and you can hold it in your hands and you just ruffle the pages and rub it all over can, your face. You can stand on it to kiss a giant in, under the mistletoe. Yeah, when did you Kindle? Wait, wait, uh, wait, hold on a second. You, you, you stand on the book to kiss a giant, you say? Yeah, Icelandic people are quite tall, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. <coughs> they they're quite tall. And they have giants. Though. Yeah, yeah I had an Icelandic friend at university. She was quite tall. There we okay. Go. She, was taller than me. she was taller than me. But also, you know what else you can do with books? You can put them on the wall to show off how many books you've read. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. Mm. How clever you are. Uh, very just true. email everyone my Kindle statistics. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do. I don't really like to show one. I, I, I bought keep... one Kindle. <laughs> Here's the receipt. No, what I've, what I've read. I say I've read The Very Hungry Caterpillar and I'll email it to everybody. And there are many people in my address book. <laughs> I, I, I personally like having a library and bookshelves full of books, not only because I like to show off to people how clever I am, but I also like uh, like it to show off to trees in case they get any ideas. And, like, uh, <laughs> and you have a tree in your living room yeah, for that and, very and reason. And literally, it's like, if you step out of line, you're going on the bookshelf, mate. Has it ever stepped out of line? Never. Never. I can only assume it's because of my book, my great bookshelf, which is also made out of trees. That's like, it's a double. Imagine that, displaying the uh, victims of your tree using the victims of a tree. I don't know how that came out of my mouth, sounding, <laughs> sounding a bit weird, but um, you get the point, I'm saying. Yeah. But anyway, like, yeah, I saw that movie, The uh, the Happening, and I thought, no fucking way. No, I'm not going out like that. So I made it my mission to uh, basically show trees who's boss, really. That Good. was a great film, I thought. Well, what did you like about it? I like that I funded it. <laughs> so you were responsible for the happening. It was all part of my overall overarching plan. Which, okay, which okay, is? So like, what, <laughs> what are you? What are you? I don't know what you are. That question has been asked many times by many professors. Yeah. What, but what are you? Captainology. Like, I, I mean, usually I'd ask, <laughs> I, am but a man. I don't know what you I'm are. Not, like, honestly. But a man. Buddha man. <laughs> <laughs> to some people, I'm a Buddha man. Buddha man sounds like a great um, Pearl Jam song. <laughs> I've listened to that. Oh, it does. How, how, come, how, how did Eddie Vedder not write a song called Buddha Man? Like, well, I'll have to ask him next time he plays at my birthday party. Aaron, you, you, you're of, um, we're of the same age. Would you say Buddha Man sounds more like a Pearl Jam song or a Soundgarden song? Uh... Pearl Jam, I suppose, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think either band could lay claim to uh, Buddha Man. Buddha Man, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it sounds like a Tom Petty song. Buddha Man, Tom yeah. Petty. Uh, and the you, Heartbreakers. Yeah, yeah, you a big fan of, the, of, of those guys? Not particularly. <laughs> okay, so, so you think it'd be a terrible song? I think it would be an alright song. Okay, okay. <laughs> I would not complain if it came on at a Chipotle. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe. Well, at a what? Chipotle. <laughs> As in the burrito place? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, let's let's move on to gifts. I I I, I, I can see everybody getting a bit impatient. You've all had your gifts, uh, your thoughtful books, which um, we're, we're going to surprise each other with today. Um, who wants to go first, Alice? Who 
What book are you giving and who are you giving it to? Okay, I'm giving my book to the captain. Even though you don't really know who he is. Or yeah. well, she does know who I am. Oh, okay. yeah, famous. maybe. So this, this um, I know we're normally a fiction podcast. This is actually a non-fiction. It's a, it's a how-to book. How to Stop Lying. The Ultimate Cure Guide for Pathological Liars and Compulsive Liars mm, okay. uh, by Caesar Lincoln. I'll just give you a description of it. Okay, okay. So, so, sorry, who's the name of the... Caesar Lincoln. What makes us What makes us Caesar Lincoln so qualified to tell people... Maybe um, it's explaining the blurb, I don't know. Is he a doctor? Um, Was he in Lincoln Park? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he the emperor of Lincoln Park? <laughs> he's a is psych- that why he's called Caesar Lincoln? <laughs> he's a psychiatrist. Okay. okay. Well, I don't place my <laughs> I, I prefer my answer is that he was the Holy Roman Empire of Lincoln Park. <laughs> I think, I mean, I, yeah, he's a psychiatrist, sure. Okay. okay. I don't um, place much truck in the opinions of psychiatrists. Yeah, okay, I bet you don't. Is that because you're a Scientologist? Well, it might be. <laughs> As I Just said, give I'm, us an answer now. <laughs> Come on. I'm many things to many different Stop people. Stop playing coy. Stop playing coy. You don't have, you, you can let your, you can let, think of us as like, Desert Island Discs, but with books. You know, you know when you listen to Desert Island Discs, it's almost like every celebrity that's been on Desert Island Discs feels like they've been hit with potassium, like, uh, what is it? The, uh, truth serum. Potassium, sodium pent, pent, pentaweight. Does that work? Veritaserum. Apparently. Veritaserum, yeah, because they're really, really, like, open about mm. stuff. Like, they start talking about all these things, all about these what their terrible memories. Songs are. With that too, but it's like, why are you telling be this story about like this awful thing that happened to you in your past like oh I'm talking about the sad death of my sister and it's like wow I just wanted to hear like your favourite songs I didn't know we were going to go there we're kind of like that I guess that's you can true. always sort of sh- overshare in this podcast mm. in the same way that people overshare on Desert Island did. But once, just, just don't lie once a box has been opened it cannot be closed <laughs> well, that's not true that's, that's really not really that. flat <laughs> <laughs> Which, which box are you talking about? I'm talking about Pandora's. Possibly. Mm. By the way, um, the, the 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 meaning of Pandora's box wasn't that she couldn't close the box again. It's that she couldn't get all the things that left the box. Yeah, yeah well, that's back what in I the mean. box again. What is a box, but not the things which that box contains? Right. Mm, but you said you couldn't close the box. But I think. Well, what I mean, about a jewelry box? You can put the jewelry back inside the box. Or... Yeah, but a jewelry box with no jewelry in it is just a box. Yeah. No, 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 it's not because it, they're made for jewellery. They have cushions inside and drawers. Well, the jewellery box with the jewellery and the cushions taken out is just a box. The, but you would look at it, oh, that's clearly a jewellery box. By looking at it, you can tell that it's. Well, a if I box. paint over it in white paint. Well, why would stri- you do that, though? I'm trying to prove my point. Yeah, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. All right, all right the fine. box in which I keep, keep my secrets cannot be closed once opened. Uh, and how does seems like you're the how does one open it? Uh, using a winch. A winch. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Can, can we can, like, let's let's get back to the your gift to the captain. Yeah. Like, what was the, what was the book called so again? So it's called How to Stop Lying: mm, The mm. Ultimate Cure for Pathological Liars and Compulsive Liars. Right, okay. It's by Caesar Lincoln. Who's a psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you sort of shrug there. <laughs> like, he seems, but he's, is he, is he sort of like, there's literally his... no information about him. Oh, okay. Are there any Amazon reviews? Yes, 12. And what have they said? 
Five, I feel it very useful. <laughs> How to Stop Lying is a rather intriguing read. It was the subtitle that said, The Ultimate Cure for... This is so long. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's been read by Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> As a prequel to his famous song. Oh, oh! Got this for someone who is a pathological liar, um, disassociate personality, and is now his Bible. He found it incredibly helpful as it has gone on to find a counsellor and has was on the road to recovery. So wait, if that's his Bible, does that mean if he was in a court of law, he could swear upon this book called yeah. I've Stopped Lying yeah. in order to testify in court? The reviewer was called S.A. Hole. Well, it appears he is still lying about his name. S A hole. S A hole. Look. <laughs> okay. Well, so his initials are S A, and, and his hole. surname is yeah. Hole. I'm sure it's not Mexican. S A hole. A. Unbelievable. This book is unbelievable. Trust me. Uh, so so by Mr. Willis. And maybe That's it's Martin. Martin, Martin. <laughs> my good friend Martin Willis. <laughs> I've got everybody. He's one of my compatriots. Oh, them dubs himself. How yeah. is he these days? Ah, he's pretty good. Okay. He's taken up a senior position at my company. Okay. Oh, do you, you, do you run the Albany pub in? Uh, it's one of the, the most senior <laughs> pubs that I own. It's important. It's the jewel in my crown. You've got your fingers in a lot of pies. I've got fingers in the pie business as well. I do kind of see where Alice is coming from within the few... In the, in the brief time that she met you, yeah. she bought you a book, which seems like a bit of a slam on you. Like, uh, yeah, it does seem like a slam. It's, it's like giving somebody deodorant for Christmas, you know. But that's what I'm getting Dan often for Christmas. He's, he's not here today. because yeah, he stinks. Yeah. Yeah. So I have heard that he does. Yeah. <laughs> I have, well, I've not heard it, I've smelt it. <laughs> you've you've well, smelt it. Does, yeah. I've smelt it. It smells. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I've smelt it. Dealt it. Well, oh, yeah. I was, yeah. Thank you. Whoever <laughs> denied, yeah. supplied. All right. Enough freestyle <laughs> rapping, guys. Enough freestyle rapping. But I want to get back. Look, My what? name is Alison. I'm here to say, whoever smelt it in a dealt it way. Okay. All right. That's the slogan of my bland smell-based casino. Wow. It seems that everything that <laughs> <What>? we say. <laughs> seems... Literally what? I like the way that, that everything... the dealers have to deal by smell alone. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is that, is, that, is that good? How does that even work? Does that cut down on cheating? Oh, Every right. single card has a distinct smell. Yeah, so they have to smell it before dealing it. And you call them dealers, right? And you own a casino and you don't know they're actually called croupiers. <laughs> I know, I'm not much involved in the running, right? Just right, okay, but... Mm. The Winklevoss twins approach me. <laughs> And I said, sure. Here's a million dollars. The captain, you're, you're all over the map. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. It seems that like everything that we, we've said seems somehow to link back into your life. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I, 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 we just mentioned something <laughs> random and somehow you've got some sort of business concern. Exactly, yeah. I'm like a Monday Warren Buffett. Okay. I don't know if Warren Buffett would be this evasive, though, about his own sort of... I mean, I know what Warren, Warren Buffett does to a certain degree. You know? Well, you might be runs an investment company. Yeah, but he's but also he's a, he's not and a buffet business. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but like, he's not going to turn around and say, "Oh, by the way, I've written a book about how to play the mandolin," uh, and, and lead with that, <laughs> and lead with that. Warren Buffett, I've written a book and had to do like mandolin. Have you heard about me? Yeah, you're Warren Buffett. You're a millionaire. I, that's not how I know you as. Well, excuse me. 
for turning up and assuming you'd not want to hear about the obvious no, we, we, look, we, about we always, my personality. We, we're always glad to have any guests on this program, but like, you know, we, we've been burnt a few times in the past, people who basically come on this show and pretend to be something they're not, and then like... Mm, like know, whom? Well, not to name any names, we had a certain father-son duo that came on the show, <laughs> and I thought that they were... Petrol barons. Ah, I think I know them. I think they might be in my employ. Okay. Well, no, if they are in your employ, I would definitely do a background check immediately because they are not who they say they are, okay? Did they not say they were operatives trying to take down Donkey Kong? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they told you. Okay. Well, that's what I have employed them to do. Did they also say they were a father and son because, like, that they, they're not Well, that is a cover story. That yeah. I gave. So, they, so they told you everything, basically. Well, no, that I employed them to take down Donkey Kong. That's. Oh, you're the man behind... I'm the man behind the sting They said they were working for the police. Well, maybe they maybe Are you the police? Maybe they were not entirely honest with you. Wait, wait, or, or maybe you're not being entirely honest. Yeah, maybe yeah. you just listened to the podcast. <laughs> nah, that's going too far. <laughs> I don't think anybody would go that far. Really. Is it so absurd that I could be the head of some shadowy organisation? I don't, I don't know. You could be, but that's because you've been so mysterious about everything. Would, a, would the head of a shadowy organisation not be mysterious? It's true, but I, I would also, I also it is say entirely that, in character. I, well, <laughs> yes and no, because yes, you are very evasive and mysterious, but also a mysterious person wouldn't lead off like, have you read my book, How to Play the Mandolin by the Captain? Can I have my book? Oh, yeah, sorry, um... Are you done with your, like, yeah. your gifting? I'm, I'm getting in. I'm not, you're I'm not even impatient. asked what I think about it. Well, I don't care. You don't care. Well, isn't that a peach? <laughs> it's all in the giving. How do you feel about it? Well, I think it might be helpful. Oh, good. Because you're a liar? No. Yeah, but so would a truth say. <laughs> I never... <laughs> It's a riddle, then. The, how, the, how the word no is it? not within the purview of <laughs> lies alone, you know. Truth says can also say the word no. When I send somebody off on a covert operation, often they are so enhanced in a world of lies that they do not know how to stop lying when they return. Much like the, uh, the two operatives that you said to kill Kodonki. Darwin McGonagall. Well, I wasn't going to say that. Like I said, I'm not Greece. mentioning any names. <laughs> Grease steel bags. <laughs> They struggled to... It was only you who were able to snap why I'm not. <laughs> only you were able to snap them out of their personas. Oh, man. I have to say, also, uh, the captain, they broke down very easily under questioning. Like, it didn't well, take a lot to, to break their cover as well. That's why they're no longer in my employ. Oh, you fired them. Well, well I guess, I guess they, they did the job because Donkey Kong that. did die this year. Donkey Kong helped, but there were many members of the Kong family still alive. <laughs> Whoa, you're going after all of them. <laughs> going after all the Kongs. Why? Well, if you knew the Kongs, you wouldn't ask that question. <laughs> okay, all right. But I feel like we, we, I'm going to have to go with Dan for this road any further. I don't really want to... I don't know what we have against Donkey Kong on this, on this show, but apparently he is a monkey who must be stopped. Anyway... He's gone like, native. Well, okay. Well, there, there you go. There's your book. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. It would be very helpful. Because um, <laughs> you're not a liar. Because I'm not. I'm, but I, I know. But you know, you might have to deal with lies. I may have to help liars stop lying. Uh, so I could read the book and then employ its wisdom. Uh, okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, all right. Um, Alice. Who's getting me my book? I will. Oh, well, I'll, I'll <gasps> oh, do. Oh, so here you go, um, Alice. This is your gift from me to you. 
it's the complete works of Jeremy Clarkson. Um, I thought, like, when I thought, sat down and thought long and hard about this gift to you, Alice, I thought, what does Alice love? And I thought, she loves Top Gear. Alice loves Top Gear, and she loves Jeremy Clarkson. Many is the time that Alice said to me, I think Jeremy Clarkson is the fittest man on the planet with his, like, perm and his and leather jacket. And he thinks it's hard as well. Yeah, yeah, no. Literally, she said to me, Jeremy Clarkson's hotter than Army Hammer. Like, if Army Hammer and Ryan Gosling had a baby, it would look like Jeremy Clarkson, um, even wearing the, um, the jacket as well. So, here you go. Uh, hope you appreciate it. Um, and try not to, you know, make too much of a mess as you read it. <laughs> calm yourself, calm yourself. Um, oh, i tell you what, let me read you a few passages from this Thank book. Thank you. Okay, uh... I have a pathological terror of falling through ice. I nearly drowned once. I fell off a boat and got a cramp and was rescued by an oil rig diver. A great bear of a man who simply leant into the water and scooped me out with one finger. How hot is that? <laughs> How hot is that? That is where very homoerotic. Where did he put the finger? It's <laughs> a good question. Um, Jeremy, if you're listening to this, we need closure on that anecdote. Where did that finger go? Write in to us at fakingitpodcast at gmail.com if you, if you get this message. Um, it leaves, it leaves uh, something to the imagination. Yeah, but is, is, is Clarkson the one who's hot there? Or is it the oil rig? Both, both of them. Both of them. He's putting his finger in somewhere to hook him up. The back of his coat. Um, here's another one. Here's another one. Uh, I read in the papers how much I'm earning and fall about laughing because I'm sure it's not that much. Otherwise, I'd have an enormous boat. I'm literally not the slightest bit interested in money. I just don't pay any attention to money. It's rather vulgar. See, he's humble as well. Oh, so humble. He's so humble. Yeah, right. he's a great guy. Did you know that Kendrick Lamar wrote that song, Humble, about Jeremy Clarkson? Oh. That's why well, he no. in the video. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Bitch, be humble, sit down, be like Jeremy Clarkson. Those are the lyrics. Oh, yes, Those are the yes, lyrics. I remember. Yeah. You yes. have to sit down to drive a car. You do. You do. <laughs> sit down in the car, be humble. Like I'm so I'm seriously I'm thrilled with this gift. Yeah, I mean like I mean like, tell us more about your, uh, your your history of Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, it all started when I was a child, and my family definitely watched um, Top Gear um, throughout my whole life. We've always sat down together and talked about how much we love the hamster and the other guy, the sting, <laughs> and the sting, and. Um, all the cool things they Brian do. May <clears throat> that's it Brian May and all the things they do with the cars when they skid them on the ground oh yeah yeah you got you, as opposed to in the air <laughs> yeah, yeah and talking about all the whenever, best cars whenever I to think buy. of like I'm Jeremy Clarkson I think of skid marks every yeah, time yeah 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 but and driving minis driving minis yeah. see I never like it when they drive small cars I like it when they drive big cars <laughs> big Vulgar, tumescent cars. I like it when they do that. As do I. Into like a tunnel. Well, it doesn't have to be in tunnel. Sometimes if they take both two big cars and make them touch the tips <laughs> together, like drive into each other repeatedly until the bumpers kiss each other over and over again. That's what I like the most. The most. That's not how gay people. I mean, Richard Herring's the most. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? What are you bring gay people into this? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, you've ruined my erection. <laughs> you've ruined my 
erections, Aaron. Presumably you mean well erection, done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chin. I'm, I'm glad you liked yeah. it. Um, Do you have any details about Star and a reasonably placed car? Oh yeah, is that is that thing he does? I, 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 again, I'm not down with um, reasonably gets, uh, priced cars either because they tend to be small. To be That's to true. be fair, Jeremy Carson on Robot Wars, he was quite a good presenter. He only did the first series. Yeah, but he was very. Good. I had yeah. no idea that he was a presenter on Robot yeah, Wars. He was. What did, is how does he compare to uh, the, the 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 Charles? I say the Craigster, as I call him. I say he's probably in the top three presenters of Robot Wars. <laughs> and who are the other two? Craig Charles, mm-hmm. Dara O'Brien. No, there are actually female co-presenters on And the co-presenters, show. Philippa Forrester. Philippa Forrester is good, yeah. Then the other one. <laughs> so male. Wow. Well, wow, wow, the masculine. captain. <laughs> Showing your prejudices here. Well, right. they weren't even women, they were robots. <laughs> I, th- I really think you're going to find this book yeah. useful. <laughs> you didn't like Sergeant Mash because he outranked you, right? Like, I think you'll find a captain outranks a sergeant. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he was private. And sergeant. then sergeant, I believe. Okay, go on. And then captain from corporal. <laughs> okay, all right. Captain, maybe. But I'm more of a... <laughs> <laughs> I was never a military man. <laughs> No, I, I, that, it, I'm wondering why you call, you're called the captain if you're not a military man. Well, Are you a naval man? It's just what my employees call. Me. <laughs> and you have okay. You're the, like I told you about that Donkey Kong operation. Right. My fifty percent right, right. stake in yes, Bird's Eye. Right. Oh, my, that's... my ownership of the Almany pub. So you, so <laughs> you got so called the Almany pub. The Almany. Oh, I thought you said the Almany. In Earl's Court. Okay, 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 all right. Wait, so you're called the captain because you're a captain of industry? I'm a captain of industry. Okay. I'm a captain of hearts. You're... <laughs> I don't think that's a Who's? thing. Who's? Uh, the people's. The people's. That's Princess Diana. No, that's not well, the... she's <laughs> dead. Okay. Also, she wasn't the captain of hearts, was she? She was the queen of hearts. Oh, queen of hearts, yeah. <laughs> Or the princess of hearts. I would have loved that if, like, uh, if she'd said, um, "I may never be the queen of England, but I will be the captain of your hearts." What do you mean, Prince Diana? Uh, I'm just saying, I'm going to be the captain of your hearts, and I will take him on a ride down a French tunnel. <laughs> a French tunnel. Oh, oh. captain. Oh, <laughs> Too oh, soon. Captain. Really, really. Right. Oh, French Tunnel sounds like a terrible, terrible. So, thank you, time. Chin. Yes. No, you're welcome. Merry I'm really Christmas. pleased with it. Merry who's, Merry got chin, who's got Chin? Uh, well, who's got Chin? Who's yeah, next? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Give me the books. I love the books. Huh? Yeah, um, I mean, I got you a book which is ostensibly a children's book, but it's actually a lot of kind of. No problem with that. I love, I love young adult fiction. Love young adult fiction. It's, it's called The Very Hangry Caterpillar by okay. Iron Butterfly. <sighs> okay, yeah. Right. Um, go on. Sorry. No, I'll bring up, I'll, I'll bring up my issues with this. <laughs> oh, like, before, after you've like, um, talked about this. But I, I mean, it's a very short book. Should I read, should I read you the excerpt? Yeah, yeah I think I'll be better. Well, you're kind of ruining my gift then. I would, huh? have liked, I would have liked to have read it myself, but I'm happy uh, for you I mean, to I read heard, my gift. I heard you're me. illiterate. Like, it's just like... <laughs> This whole book's like a podcast is just a kind of defense mechanism, really. That was. You know, you know how people who are not that clever go, oh, I'm, I joined Mensa, I'm really, I've got a really good IQ. It's like that. Is that not like. Is this podcast not a whole just defense mechanism for your. Like, I, t- I, t- I, I, told, I told people that in confidence. <laughs> I'm, 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 
the captain's arm. I, 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 and you know what? You know what? I think I've done pretty well analysing books purely from context clues. Like, like that's how that's how I read books. I look at people's faces as they're reading the books. I say, well, this bit's clearly meant to be sad, yeah. and then like I have people sort of like act out bits for me. And I think I've done a good job. So well done, me. I yeah, say, I well done, me. Very true. And he read those excerpts earlier. <laughs> I'm from phonetically. Phonetically. <laughs> he didn't know what they meant. He doesn't understand words. Project, well, it was a Jeremy Clarkson book, so it was written phonetically as well. So <clears throat> done pictures. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. Should I read this, this book then? Okay. Uh, in the light of the moon, which the moon had culturally appropriated from the sun, a little egg lay on a leaf. On sun. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, my I'm getting illiterate. It's, it's contagious. <laughs> uh, on Sunday, it's not cool that you're making fun uh, of us illiterate people. Oh, sorry, by the way. sorry, sorry. I don't appreciate the humour of like, oh, I can't read either. <laughs> oh, silly me. Oh, I'm struggling to read the children's book. Oh, dyslexian. Not cool, man. I'm not sorry, cool. man. I'm sorry. Uh, on Sunday morning, uh, when Craig David was chilling, or should I say, chillum? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Four twenty. <laughs> Uh, the sun came out and went pop. Um, out out of the egg came a tiny and very hangry caterpillar. Uh, childbirth was quick and painless for caterpillars because caterpillars weren't guilty of original sin, <laughs> unlike Adam and Eve, or those cute little literal motherfuckers, Cain and Abel. Uh, the caterpillar started to look for some food because he needed to update his Instagram account with pictures of his poos before they had undergone the process of digestion. Can you see why I chose this book for you, Jin? Yeah. Um, well, because, because I can't read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. Okay, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. Also for your love of Instagram. <laughs> thank you, thank uh, you. Yeah. On Monday, he Instagrammed and ate, in that order, one apple. Uh, he ate the apple and didn't get banished from the Garden of Eden because he was no bitch-ass gump like Eve. I'm just, just reading what's on there. Um, yeah, you're uh, just reading what's, what's been written and shaking your head in sort of like... Weird. That's weird. <laughs> Why would they read that? Yeah, no, that's a totally uh, like a normal reaction. Uh, nevertheless, uh, he was still hungry. Hungry for the meretricious online validation of a bunch of otaku paedophiles on the internet. <laughs> on Tuesday, he Instagrammed and ate two pears. You could say he ate a pair of pears. <laughs> uh, how long is this book? I'm going to ask right now. How long is this seven, book? Seven days. Okay, okay, uh, all right. Fine, fine, fine. Just kind of religious allegory, like I said, yeah. Um, but he was still hungry, uh, probably from laughing too much. On Wednesday, he Instagrammed to eat three tapeworms, but he was still hungry. Eating tapeworms, one assumes, uses up more calories than it provides, like celery or amphetamines. On Thursday, he ate out and Instagrammed your mum. She consented to sharing the pics because, like the little caterpillar, she was also hungry for the attention. (laughs) Carry on and do it. You're doing very well. I want my gift. Go on, finish my gift. Finish my gift. Like a little cat, she was also hungry for the attention. She listens to this podcast, doesn't she? Sorry. Uh, she was also hungry for the attention of inveterate. Basically. Wait, so wait, wait, hold a second. Like, wait, wait, wait. You're saying that this book is directly addressed at my mother? <laughs> the author of this book addressed it to my mother specifically. I think the author was. That's fucked up. Yeah. I don't know why that's happened. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah that's just. Uh, on Friday. Okay, sorry, two more days after this. That's how the calendar goes. Uh, on Friday, he ate five gold rings. 
King Midas had also been present at the gay orgy. Uh, but the caterpillar was still hungry. Uh, the, the caterpillar was still hungry. Uh, neither social media nor brazen homoerotic promiscuity can plug the gaping hole in our souls. He cried. On Saturday, he Instagrammed and ate two number nines, a number nine large, a number six with extra dip, a number seven, two number 45s, one with cheese, and a large soda. <laughs> Is that from Groundhog Day? <laughs> I think so. I mean, you know, I wrote this as a bit of a genius. <laughs> Putting in a lot of references. Yeah, a lot of references. <laughs> um, the next day was Sunday again, because that's how the calendar works. Uh, the caterpillar ate uh, one nice green leaf, but he didn't upload the picture to social media. And after that, he felt much better. Now he wasn't hangry anymore. And he wasn't vicariously existing. Yeah, he wasn't some sort of internet point whoring avatar, little bitch ass of a caterpillar anymore. He was a big, <laughs> big, fat, mindful, Zen Buddhist Luddite caterpillar, living in the moment, reveling in the raw effervescence of life. He built a small house called a cocoon around himself, and he stayed inside it for more than two weeks. He was later found dead from asphyxiation. The end. Okay. That's got a yeah, sad end. Right. <laughs> so that's a children's book, you say? I think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Right. It involves eating out of a mug. Yeah, it was a children's <laughs> book that was somehow directed at my mother. <laughs> and really, really personal as well. Really personal. Wow. Um, I mean, the author was a visionary. Yeah, like, uh, Who's uh, Iron Butterfly? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to pick you up on that because Iron Butterfly, that's just from The Simpsons, isn't it? <laughs> That's just from The Simpsons. You just took that name from a Simpsons episode. Uh, I didn't. I mean, the author. No, no, you're I'm yeah, pretty sure you did. <laughs> I'm pretty Simpsons. sure this was written by you. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I could do some detective work, but like, I'm pretty sure the author... Is someone's not being honest? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. That isn't... The Maybe you need the book, <laughs> which I have been given by Alice. No, you need it. <laughs> you don't want her gift. That's not very nice. That's true. Oh, that's true. Oh. Don't read it. Sorry, I haven't. Uh, the captain, would you like a glass of water? I would love one. Thank Hold you on a second. Much. There you go. And now for is some it, water. Is it holy water? <laughs> now for some water. There you go. Uh, is it holy water, perchance? No. Do you well, like that's, that's fine, then. Oh. Okay. All right. What's happening here? I just don't like how it tastes. You don't like holy water. <laughs> it tastes bad. You're, you don't like holy water because it tastes bad. Not because... So it always been sitting in those fonts for what? so long. Yeah, it's holy, it doesn't go off, does it? I think it does. What would happen if we blessed this? I'd be like, oh, I'll have some different water. <laughs> Even though it's just literally come out of that container, which is fine. Yeah. Well, any of you a priest? Um, I don't know. How do you... Does anyone know how to bless no, it? No, Well, I own the ordaining systems. So. <laughs> okay, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Karen, thank you so much for the gift yeah. of the very hangry... Caterpillar. Um, even better, thank you for reading it to me um, because I can't read it myself, obviously. Yeah. Like, that's really thoughtful. Uh, I'm not sure many people would have actually like taken that into consideration yeah. and bought a book from an illiterate person that they knew was illiterate or ahead of schedule. So thank you. Thank you very no, much. Yeah. Um, well, it's something to aspire to, isn't it? In the yeah. future. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. I guess that only leaves you, Harren. You haven't had a book so far, have he you? He hasn't. 
Oh, right. Captain, are you, have, did you buy something well, for Well, I've bought something for everybody. Oh, oh okay. Oh. oh, but poor Harren, you got to get... I'll give Harren seven books. <laughs> <laughs> you got to... Which one? Okay, right, right. I don't know, like... I'll go, I'll do... I'll do it in order. I'll uh, give your books first. Okay, you think... Okay. I bought you Chin, The Life and Crimes of Mafia Boss Vincent Gigante. Oh! By Larry McShane. And I bought you Hail to the Chin. By Bruce Campbell. And I bought you Japanese Chin. Japanese Chin Dog Complete Owner's Manual. Japanese Chin Book for Feeding. So you've just basically <laughs> taken my name and run with it. That's how I work. I'm actually genuinely um, surprised at how uh, uh, multifaceted um, the books that you've got in there. Uh, one's like a true crime. One of them is about Bruce Campbell. Katie Chin's Everyday Chinese Cookbooks. Oh, that sounds good. Does sound good. And for Alice, I bought the same four books. <laughs> Thank you. And for Heron as the proper gift. These were just gifts for family. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're very, very generous. I mean, like you were obviously like are apparently very rich. So yeah, well, I'd expect you to sort of bring it in terms of like gift ideas. For Heron, I bought the first seven, first seven itinerations of my my biography. Is that a word? Edition is the word I was searching for of my biography. Oh, brilliant! Because I am the captain now. <laughs> Wait, I told you not Points. to say that. Well, I was saying it in quotes. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You can't books, just say books that. Books one to seven. You can't just, yeah, you can't just say that. <laughs> but it says all autobiography. Biography. I mean, oh, you just said your name is J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah, it's a biography. You Written said, by you J. You said autobiography. I said biography. <laughs> we can check the record. If <laughs> well, we can, yeah. We'll probably all come out in the, uh, in the mix. But it's my Tolkien. So he, he knew you well, did he? I uh, knew me all right. As well as it is needed. <laughs> it sounds to me that you don't like anybody getting to know you. <laughs> like, the way that you well, yourself on this. But then why is he giving the biography? <laughs> he doesn't want people to know about Yeah, why is, you, is, is, your, bi- is your biography just you going, well, you might know me from this, but I couldn't say. I might have done that, I mean, your but maybe I didn't. Your biography seems to be the history of the world, saying, I did that, I did this, I did that. <laughs> Or did I? Or did I? Maybe I didn't. That's for you, the judge. The wind can't tell the trees how to sneeze. Like, you know. I can read all of the books, but I'll tell you the titles. Okay. To help. All right, all right. The subheading is, the the overheading is, uh, help. Like how you've made Harren's gift all about you. Yeah. (laughs) I heard he was interested. (laughs) Were you? Huh? Were you interested in the captain before this episode? Yeah, I'm kind of... Keen to elucidate what's going on in his life, really. Uh, I think many people are. That's fair, why the, the book was the top-selling book in Borders. We've been famously out of business for in the the border between South Korea and North Korea. Yeah, that's where it's sold. Not the defunct book. I insist okay. it's only sold on borders between disputed territories. Okay, all right, all right. So, okay, tell us the, the title of your book. First one is called Captain. Oh, my captain. <laughs> uh, that's what the first one's called. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the second one is called All the Rumours About the Captain Are Dispelled in This Book. And it's just a list of all rumours that have been given. Such as the rumours about sexual assaults. Whoa. Which oh, are not true. They're not true. Well, I don't... Mm, uh, well, that's exactly what somebody who's been accused of sexual assault would say. Well, I mean, they're not true. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I mean, they're only partially true. Oh, oh my God. No, oh, no. Boo. No. Boo. 
Read the room. Come oh, on. Well, no, they were the, in self-defense. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, that's, um... God. Yeah, I, that's, that's not cool. <laughs> that's not cool. Let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, well, who are you, Matt Damon? Oh, I want to hear from the, I want to hear from the captains who haven't done sexual assault. I mean, what is this? Again, I did not specifically ask for this person to go on the show. Uh, we have an open door policy, I think. Okay. I often... Like, I've been told many times I should do my research a bit better on this show. But, like, he said it. Um, well, you know what? Would you like to apologise for... <laughs> apologise for what? The sexual assaults and... Uh, self-defence. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I, How can you sexually assault someone in self-defence? It was that. the only way they were wearing a spiky bodysuit, apart from that anus. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's all spikes everywhere, except for one spot, and that was the anus. No, yeah. the, 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 the ass, or just the anus? Just the anus. <laughs> Presumably you must have been hard to inflict on something. No, I, I, mean, I used a stick. Oh. It was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's a scary man. Oh my god. I would never, I'm a proud, I've always... Is this all in the books? ...funded the feminist movement. <laughs> Is this all in the books? Yeah, they all disprove every rumour about me. <laughs> As I said at the top of the show, name a rumour and I will disprove it. Okay, well, that's the thing, I don't know the rumours because I don't even know who you are. I feel like I, I really don't want to know any more. I, 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 I'm just going to have to do this. Um... I'm sorry. Festive edition. Um, look. I'd like to apologise for those statements that were just made previously. Uh, anybody who lis- who's been a, a listener to this podcast knows that we sometimes sail a bit too close to the wind in terms of subject matter. But I would never say that we condone any of the things that some of our guests have said. Um, and the captain, I think you've been one of the more controversial people that we've had in the show. Uh-huh. You have, you have. Like some of the comments you've made today have been very contentious indeed, and have made us all feel a bit uncomfortable. Um, we just wanted to give each other the gift of books, and all you've given us is the gift of discomfort and. Ignorance. Fair enough. If the true reality of life is too much for you. No, not fair enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Go on. Apologize. I'm sorry for anybody offended. Oh. And I'm sorry for my actions, although it was in self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> my only option. What was, was, really what was he option? doing? I don't understand. I owned, well, he was attacking me because I said that I liked Triple H. <laughs> More than him, he's a crazy man. That is one of the worst reasons why which led to self-defensive assault. He's really nice, though, isn't he? Well, yeah, he not on that occasion. <laughs> He's alright, I don't know. <laughs> he may have been a man wearing a mask. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. A spiky mask. <laughs> Were you just at a sex party? <laughs> it's just a bondage thing. Well, I don't know. He seemed to like it and then went you away. Don't, you know what? Oh, victim blaming, I think. I mean, the captain, the captain. Like, I don't know about you, but like, you don't... There are other ways to defend yourself. Right. <laughs> How would have you Other defended yourself? Look, if somebody if somebody was trying to attack me, I don't have to sexually assault them. Well, if they were covered in spikes. No, no. I, you know what I do? I just beat them off. <laughs> They're coming at me. Beat them off. Would they be covered in spikes and your hand Maybe. gets stuck on? Maybe. Doesn't spikes. matter. Just beat them off. Beat them off. Like um, it doesn't matter. Like you don't have to sexually assault people to defend yourself. But that was the only way to beat them off. What? Sorry. 
because he was covered entirely in spikes. Sexually assault them? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Like, if, if look, if I'm, all I'm saying, if a big strong man was coming at me, right, and he's about to attack me, right, I'd have, I'd have no. I'd have no recourse but to beat them, beat that man off <laughs> repeatedly until he got the message and stopped coming. <laughs> well, you make a good point. I'll consider my situation. All right, all right. I'll get to my friend Lenny London and tell him. Oh, your friends with Lenny London, no? Yeah. Just listen to the podcast. <laughs> Is this going to be a situation like the end of the usual suspects where I just listen back to all the podcasts and then realise that he's just cobbled back this story if I listen to the podcast? Well, is that a solution or is it a real solution that I have fingers in many pies? Maybe, maybe. I don't actually know what that means. (laughs) I don't actually know what you meant by that statement. I kind of went with it and then I realised I don't know what you meant by that. Was the pie wearing a spiky suit? (laughs) Well, I made a pie that did that but no one liked it. What? <laughs> it was it's a spike. This is like you know in primary school, and you got that child in your class who just makes stuff up, yeah. Yeah. and then you just like ask them questions, and they just keep digging themselves further and further into a hole of things that don't make sense. That is exactly what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that made perfect sense. <laughs> Let's get back to your gift to Harry. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was part two. So part two. Right? <laughs> part two where you sexually assaulted somebody. Well, it was no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. The AI was in self-defense. Anyway, <laughs> book three, book three, book three. Uh, book three was dispelling the rumors. Part two. Okay. More rumors of dispel, such as that I have an overlong penis. I dispel that rumor. I have a humble penis. Oh, like you have the Jeremy Clarkson of penises. The Jeremy Clarkson of penises. How big is it? The average size. <laughs> exactly. I get it surgically altered every day. What, because it's always growing? <laughs> no, is it like a nose or ears? It's just like, as you get older. Because every, every, every day the average penis size changes. <laughs> because more penises grow and they... Oh my God. Would you say the average penis size is trending like, from your experience of your the size of your your own penis? Is the average world uh, the world average for penis size growing or like shortening? I believe it to be growing. Yeah, it must be shortening then, because if the population's growing, that means more young people. No, but I only count people from maturity. Oh, okay. I'm not interested in the penises of small boys. <laughs> yeah, <no, that's... laughs> That's not good. That's one of the rumors that, that I have to spell. It'd be great. You know what? It'd be great if the next book that you've got Aaron for his gift isn't quite so dangerously offensive. But like, I don't I'm see not even... how not being a pedophile is offensive. <laughs> <laughs> is that the, the standards you're being held to I on this have, podcast? I just have one rule with Christmas gifts, and that is try to stick the, they, the, the they, whole small boy's penises when I'm, when I'm explaining my gift to them. You know. Fair enough. What's book four? Uh, book four is the quickening. <laughs> what? Oh, are you a Highlander? No, it's about when I was a racer in Arizona. Else, yeah, a racer. Okay, a racer. Everybody a racer. heard that, he's a racer. No, a racer. Yeah. No, I've never been... Uh, I've always been on top of my social justice warriors. For a man who defend, self-defended uh, defended himself using sexual assault. Well, that was the only way I could... Yeah, okay, 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 yeah, all right, 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 right. Okay, yeah, uh, quickening. Book, book five is about uh, my aborted attempts to take over the Fisher-Prass organization, <laughs> which was important in my plan for global domination. Oh, okay. It's a big company. 
Yeah, you're right, Alice. The more he goes on about his life, the more I'm just like going, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sometimes the Whatever. truth Whatever. is less believable than the lies. Okay. And the sixth book is more rumours dispelled. <laughs> and the seventh book is yet to be written. So you haven't you've only given me six books. That's a bit of a fucking cop out, isn't it? <laughs> well, I've given you seven books, but the, se- the, the seventh book is blank. Oh, so it's like a notebook. It's like a notebook, yeah. Well, they're all notebooks. So presumably I can just, I can just write whatever I want and then claim that these things happen <laughs> like in this book. Well, that's what many people have done. <laughs> Is that what you've done? No. Okay. Well, what the J.R.R. Tolkien did, because he wrote these books. The reason the seventh book has not yet been written is he is dead <laughs> and he's been dead for quite some time as well quite some time yeah so, so we- I hope that maybe Harren would take over his mantle oh really well look I don't want to give the game away too much but I highly suspect that Harren wrote his gift for me the very hangry I believe that I heard I think Iron Butterfly might be a pseudonym for him so like judging his handiwork in that book I think he might be the right guy he might him. be the right guy to finish my life story Harren give us a Give us a sample of your wordsmithery for um, the the life of the captain. What would you call uh, the seventh book? The seventh book, I would call it the um, the difficult eighth book. <laughs> well, that's a clever title. <laughs> I like him already. Well, you, if you're going to like, take yeah. some, like, so give, give, let's 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 test out Harren's ghostwriting abilities. All right. Give him a give him a sample anecdote and see how, what he does with it. A sample anecdote. Yeah. Tell me what about. It's your life. It's, your it's life. my life. Yeah, it's your but life. What part of my life would you like to hear about? The, the questions I imagine you've read all my books. No, I haven't. I don't know your life, mate. I, don't, I really don't know who you are. I don't know who Fair you enough. Do. Well, I'll tell you about the time I met Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's how I pronounce his surname. How do you pronounce his surname? Uh, Giuliani. Okay, all right. Giuliani, yeah. Giuliani. All right, go on, go on. I said... We were walking down the streets of New York City. That's in America. And he looked at all the broken windows and he said, look at these broken windows. They should be fixed. And I said, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Harry, what would you do with that? How would you write, how would you transcribe that? Uh, Yeah, I think you... you, Well, the the anecdote is not not finished. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) How can it not be finished? There's something that happened to you. Is that no, like, I mean, I'm unless, not finished. Tell well, him. No, like, an anecdote I can't paused. be finished unless it's currently going on at the moment. I paused for a... Oh, oh sorry, okay. And you okay. decided to introduce your own speech. Okay, my sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I said you should run for mayor, and then I ran his campaign. Yeah. <laughs> and I worked at the advertising agency Saatchi and Saatchi in the UK, who were not involved otherwise. What a leap. <laughs> what a leap. That sounds like a completely different story. Well, I got them involved. I said, come over. And that's how they became involved with Margaret Thatcher. Well, they, Margaret Thatcher's uh, election was before this time, obviously. <laughs> but I, know they, I, knew, I knew they had been involved. Right, okay. So I thought they'd be good for this, and they were good because he got elected. I'm going to be honest, this, I think this is beyond my literary <laughs> capabilities. This is like. <laughs> but the reason I. Schizophrenic. I'll tell life. you the reason I got him elected is I wanted to set back the conservative movement 50 years mm. so that we'd have a Democrat mayor in New York City forevermore. Wow. A Democrat mayor in New York City forevermore. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
banana. I like, I like that you emphasize that bit as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and did the hand gesture as well. Yeah, to, for the listeners, I was doing the Italian. It was um, very hot holding money. Sort yeah, of. yeah. Is it is it money? I don't or is know. It like, just, is it tiny fire? It's arancini ball, isn't it? <laughs> is it like uh, yeah? Mamma mia. Like, yeah, I, I am. Oh, oh, oh you're, you're plucking a nipple or something like that. A nipple. Yeah. This way. Really like downwards. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe your grandma's nipple. Oh, that is horrible. It's not right. <laughs> anyway, to finish the story, there's not been a Republican mayor in New York City as far since that time, to my knowledge. Okay. Is that your Although I've never that? checked. Is the anecdote finished now? The anecdote is now complete. Well, I, I, there's nothing. What can I do with that? <laughs> well, I'll try my best. I'll try my best. Like, there I was, Mr. What's your name? <laughs> the, the captain. Uh, that's part of it. Script, part of script, so. I mean, the script. The, the protagonist has amnesia. Oh. <laughs> that is true. For a period, I did have amnesia. Well written. Like, I've never heard of an autobiography which has an unreliable narrator. <laughs> like, it's just all bullshit. It's my life. <laughs> Apparently. There I was. What's my name? <laughs> Carry on. Carry name on. is what? There I was. What's my name? Uh, there in the the big smoke, the big easy, the big cheese, the windy city, on a street. <laughs> and it was raining, <laughs> raining not men, but rain, rain, rain. And sometimes I wish a rain would come and wash all this shit off the street. Taxi driver. No, this is my own oh, okay, right, Can you stop pretending that this okay, right. I, I keep nicking stuff from other people, yeah. Uh, and then I decided enough was enough and I'm going to get Rudy Giuliani, whose surname I cannot pronounce properly, uh, into, into to become governor of California. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, is that I think you fast and loose with some aspects of it, but I like the drama. What do you think about it? I think it's good. I don't think the truth sells books. <laughs> I think what sells books is comparative writing. I, th- I think you need to... Uh, Compelling writing. I spoke wrong. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think you need to also consult um, Alice's gift to you, uh, maybe. I've told nothing but the truth and the whole truth. I'm sitting on a stack of Bibles right now. <laughs> No, you're not. You're sitting on a chest. <laughs> that I constructed out of Bible. No, that is Chin's chair. It's made of wood. It's true. It's yeah, true. how long have you owned this chair, Chin? Oh, I guess five years since I've been living here. Five years. That's when I bought all those Bible chairs. <laughs> what? You're telling me that all my chairs are... I've been unwittingly sitting on Bible chairs the entire time. You have time. been. Wow. This is bullshit. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm coming around to it. <laughs> coming around to well, your story. Well, prove it. Did <laughs> Did you not buy them from Ikea? I did. Well. Not. I bought them from John Lewis. Well, that's that's yeah. exactly my point, because I I own John Lewis. Yeah. Whoa, really? Well, I own I own a 20% stake. Whoa. And John was one of the, the Gospels in the Bible. He was. Yeah, As was Lewis, but he's little known. <laughs> exactly. The Book of Lewis. Yeah, what happened in the Book of Lewis? Uh, Jesus healed all of the sick. Good, good Bible. Good Bible. Uh, well, everybody, I think we've like, we've, we've, I think we've come to the end of this. This has been a really lovely Christmassy thing to do. We've got some mince pies on the, on the table. Uh, I think we're going to have some mulled wine and a nice drinking. <coughs> Sorry. Getting choked up here. This time of year really, really does it to me every time. Um, just moves me to be in a room with, with good friends. Talking about books, and this is what Christmas is all about. It's all about books, really. 
uh, Yola Book of Fraud 2017. Thank you very much for joining me. Um, is, would you like to plug anything? Give some Christmas shout-outs to people, maybe? Relive your favourite moments oh, for you. Oh, shout-out to my family. Yeah? What do you have to say to them? Merry Christmas! Yeah? All right. Anybody uh, can I shout-out to Lucas Dawson? <laughs> yeah? Hello. What's he <laughs> I don't think you listen to this podcast, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's your, that's your Christmas message. Yeah. Hello. I'd like to shout out to Lucas Johnson as well. Oh, yeah. What do you want to say to him? I believe he runs an excellent gig in Reading. Oh, really? <laughs> and I own a 25% percent stake in it. Oh, okay. And he owes me quite a bit of money. He's not been sending me the money from that stake in his gig. Mm, okay. All right. Um, I guess I'd like to thank everybody who's been on Faking Lit in 2017. Thank you so much. Uh, I'd like to uh, say Merry Christmas to all of them and anybody who's listening to this right now. This will be coming out on Christmas Day, so I'm hoping you'll listen to this rather than spend time with your family, because that's how it's meant to be, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, also Felice Navidad to Josh, because he'll be in the Yes, of course, yeah. Um, I, um, obviously, people won't know this unless you're listening to this, but like, Josh is currently on a holiday of a lifetime in South America. I believe he's searching for Donkey Kong. What, well, oh, Donkey Kong's dead. He's, well, he's actually searching for something donkey. very top secret. Wee Man. Is that well. where he went to South America? Did he get a lead in Wee Man in South America? Wee Man and Donkey Kong are one and the same, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the Yeti. <laughs> the Yeti and... The Abominable Snowman. Okay. Right, yeah, fair enough. Fair it's enough. all myths and legends, smokes and mirrors. <laughs> Cheese and crackers. He's just, he's, I mean... <laughs> Captain, it's been a really weird experience <laughs> talking to you. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, um, thank you. I'll come back when I feel I'm needed. Oh, come back. When, well, maybe we'll do the seventh unwritten book in your biography when mm. Harren's finally finished writing it for you. What are we calling it again? I forgot. The eighth, <laughs> the the eighth, eighth, eighth book. book. Yeah, 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 great, yeah. A great title. It is a good title, isn't it? Um, but yeah, um, Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas to Josh in South America. Uh, Merry Christmas to you listening to this podcast right now. Merry Christmas. From all of us at Faking Lit. Um, and other religious holidays. Which ones are those? The Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yeah, Happy mm-hmm. Hanukkah. The Kwanzaa. Yeah, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa yeah. Uh, That's it. Those are the only three at this okay. time, I think. Merry Kwanzaa Krima Damaka. Do the Scientologists have any holidays? I thought you, you, thought you were Scientologists. No, I just hate psychologists. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. I don't think they do. In any case... I don't recognise their religion. I don't recognise it. Come at me. Come at me, Miss Cavage. I believe they will. They will, yeah. Yeah. You might want to come You've got lawyers as well. But you know, you know I was joking, right? <laughs> Look at my face. I'm clearly joking. <laughs> He's a Come fictional. at me, Miss Cavage. Air quotes. <laughs> there you go. He's a fictional character. I've covered my... Yeah, exactly. Chinty doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. He is a fake person, right? And um, so Merry Christmas from me. <laughs> uh, don't sue me. Please, please don't. I was joking about the Scientology stuff. I love Scientology. Really. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Wait, wait, one, three, two, one. Let's all wish for Merry Christmas together, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I'll cut all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it went on for too long. I mean, what the fuck am I doing? Say making noise. Three, two, one. Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. Oh.